Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hour number two of the Chris Gordy Show underway. Sports 1280 New Orleans. Temperature dropping a little bit out there, but... Still not as cold as it is up in Cincinnati. Joining us now from Cincinnati is Catherine Terrell, who, of course, spent many uh, many a year down here covering the Saints and working for NOLA.com, now with ESPN Cincinnati. Been covering the Bengals for a couple years. Catherine, how cold is it up there in Cincinnati right now? <laughs> well, cold enough that I'm still wearing a sweatshirt, but <laughs> I had to bring out the hat and gloves today. It's like 37, 38. So not horrible, but it's definitely not warm. Come on, you're from down here. You know that's miserable for people down here. It is miserable. I'm trying to toughen up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, forecast for Sunday. It's a high of 44, going to be around 38 at kickoff. Good Lord. Oof, it's going to be a mess. Um, At least I hope the press box is heated for you. It's definitely warmer than the Saints press box. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, I, I'm disappointed, by the way. We, we we did we did your interview at the top of the hour, so we had to play the show open. I didn't get to play like some Hanson or something for you to, to get you uh, accustomed into the show because I know you're a big Hanson fan. But it's all good. We'll uh, we'll march on. Um, you, you and I, we were at LSU. It's funny. We were at LSU around the same time, and you worked for the Reveille, and I was doing KLSU and Tiger TV, and we have like. All the same friends, we just never hung out. So it's kind of it's kind of a weird dynamic. But uh, thanks so much for jumping on with us here. Um, what's it been like in Cincinnati covering this team so far? I mean, it's it's been different, definitely, than covering the Saints. Uh, you go from covering a very offensive-minded team to kind of a defensive-minded team. But this year, it kind of feels like deja vu because I'm covering a team that is on pace to allow the most yards um, ever held in a season, which, as you know, the Saints currently hold that record. So their defense has been struggling a little bit, and their offense has been playing pretty well. So almost feels like covering a Saints team from a few years ago. Yeah, for, from like what I could see from this team, I mean, one, Andy Dalton seems to be having a little bit better of a year this year, and uh, I think surprised some pe- surprising some people. And uh, But it looks like they're really good in the first half of games, and then second half they kind of trail off. Is that kind of what it's been this year? It's definitely happened a lot in uh, the last few games. Against the Falcons, they had a great start. They lost Tyler Eifert, and their offense just struggled. Uh, their offense struggled against the Steelers the second half, struggled against the Dolphins the second half. Bucks, they jumped out to a huge lead, then uh, lost the lead and almost lost the game, but won it on a last-minute field goal. So, yeah, for some reason, they were great in the first half, and the second half has just not been pretty. What is the latest on uh, AJ Green? I saw you tweeted out earlier. He was he was in a walking boot, but he took the walking boot off. So um, I know you're trying to be factual, uh, factually accurate there. But uh, again, a guy walking around a walking boot at any point isn't a good sign. Well, usually not. But walking boots can be used for so many reasons. Sometimes it's precautionary. It actually it's kind of like an epidemic in this locker room. There's four or five guys with walking boots or guys that have been wearing walking boots in the last few weeks. 
<laughs> and I think with AJ, it seems precautionary because he took it off. He was walking around, and he was limping a little bit. But I guess it's a good sign. He doesn't have to wear it 24-7. Um, not really sure, but, you know, definitely not ideal. So not having A.J. Green, obviously, is a big uh, – it hurts them in the passing game. Tyler Boyd uh, has been a pretty good pass catcher in his own right this year. What's the latest on the rest of the guys? Is John Ross going to be back this week? John Ross is expected to play this week, and I think that he could definitely be a game-changer if he has kind of a breakout game. He's been pretty inconsistent when he's on the field, but you know he just has that breakaway speed and really um, can – make the defense have to account for him, and I think he's going to have to do that. And the big one is whether running back Giovanni Bernard plays, because Bernard can be used in the passing game too. So having the combination of him and Joe Mixon together um, can really be a lethal combination. We just haven't seen it much because he's been injured since the Falcons game in September. Yeah, and Mixon's been uh, Mixon's had had a nice year so far uh, rushing-wise. Uh, I guess the the one thing, though, about the Saints' defense, their strength has been stopping the run, and we saw them do that last week against the best of the best, and Todd Gurley, uh, if you're the Bengals, I mean, you still want to be balanced and you want to establish that run, but uh, do they adjust knowing, hey, look, Saints are really good at at shutting down the run? I think they're going to have to really try to, to force the issue with the run because you don't want the Saints to have the ball really for any amount of time. So you want to be able to control possession of the game and to do that, you have to establish a good ground game. But they are so good against the run that's easier said than done. So, you know, their, their line's going to have to have a great game. Mixon's going to have to have a great game. But, you know, really in this game, controlling time of possession is going to be huge. It's interesting. When you look at the numbers, Carlos Dunlap and Geno Atkins have combined for 13 sacks on the season. And you kind of go, oh, my gosh. I mean, they must be a, a pass-rushing force. But talking with some folks up that way, they say, yeah, I mean, some of those numbers have come in bunches and haven't really come at, at opportune times. And really the pass rush has just kind of been inconsistent all year. Would that be a, a fair assessment? Well, it has. But that's also a product of teams just getting the ball out very quickly. And that's, you're going to see that with the Saints. I mean, everyone yeah. knows Breeze can get the ball out extremely quickly. They have a very good offensive line. They can do so many things. It's tough for defenders to get to Breeze because of that. That's why they've allowed the least amount of sacks in the league. So, you know, Dunlap and Atkins are two of the most important players on the defense, and they're going to have to have good games, especially because the Bengals no longer have Carl Lawson, who was their third-down nickel pass-rushing specialist. So his role will probably go to rookie Sam Hubbard, who has had a good season, just hasn't had as much playing time because he only played certain packages. You know, the Saints have played in this, I mean, this brutal stretch of going up to Baltimore, going up to Minnesota, playing the Rams, who were undefeated. You know, they get the Super Bowl champs next week at Philly, and then it's a short week with the with the Falcons. A lot of people are calling this for, like, a letdown spot, and this could be a, just a game where the Saints maybe play flat. I mean, can you see that happening, maybe with the cold weather and maybe just, you know, a turnover here or there and things don't go their way? I mean, I could definitely see it happening. I've seen it many times covering the team. Uh, yeah, you know, there's there's just these games you're supposed to play well, and they don't. For some reason, it used to be against the Rams when the Rams weren't very good. They'd go out there and just look terrible. I think I think it maybe was either – I think it was 2013 or 14 when they lost to the Rams on the road and just looked awful. And I remember Peyton was yelling at people, and it was the kind of game they should have won. And, yeah, this could happen this week, but I think that – the Bengals have too many injuries, and the Saints' offense, offense is too good 
for that to happen. Even if they don't play well, I still think they're going to win this game just because their offense is so good. Talking with Catherine Terrell, uh, Bengals reporter for ESPN's uh, NFL Nation and ESPN Cincinnati. Of course, you can follow her on Twitter at cat underscore Terrell. Um, Catherine, what happened to our LSU Tigers last week? What, what was that? <laughs> oh, man. See, I told everyone I was not going to that game because I couldn't watch this happen over and over again. So I went to the Breeders' Cup instead. I just good, good they choice. Just don't play well against me. Yeah, I feel much better about it than I did around like 1 p.m. on Saturday. Right. I'm, I'm not... I, I feel like I should take a break from that game until they actually beat Bama, and then I can come back. <laughs> Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, like, I was on campus all day. I've never seen a better tailgating scene pregame. You had, like, 50, 60 former players there. I mean, it was as electric as, a, as an atmosphere as I've ever seen. And then we got out and put up a big goose egg. That was that was not, not tremendous. Oh, I definitely had a lot of FOMO on Saturday. I was like, I'm missing all of this. I can't believe I didn't go. <laughs> and then they kicked off, and they didn't play well. So yeah. it it might be a long time before they beat Bama. I hate saying that, but the gap between those two teams right now is pretty wide. Some years felt like they should have beat them and they just gave up a last-minute touchdown or, or something like that. But, man, watching this game, if you're being realistic, that's a, it's a pretty wide gulf right now between the two teams. And hopefully that changes, but it'll take a while, I think. Uh, Catherine Terrell, join us. One more on the uh, Cincinnati front. What what's the fan base uh, or what's the feeling around Cincinnati for Marvin Lewis? I mean, is it, it, it every year feels like you know could be on the hot seat? This could be it. Um, how do they feel about him right now? And I mean, is this just going to keep going on and on? A lot of apathy. I think they're frustrated that they don't feel like enough changes have been made to get this team to where it really needs to go. And I think they feel like that's nothing is going to change until they prove they can win a postseason game. Really, it doesn't matter how well they do in the regular season. He has to win in the playoffs for fans to be happy. I mean, they can go undefeated from now until January, but you don't win that postseason game, and it just doesn't matter. So it's, there's a lot of frustration around here right now, even though the team does have a winning record. Um, yes. They just don't really believe the team – is going to go to the postseason and win. It's amazing. Winning games is never a problem. Getting to the playoffs is never a problem. It's just winning in the playoffs has always been the problem. And it it felt like, what, like three or four straight years, they they went to Houston and would lose every year. And um, they just haven't had much success. And so we'll see see what happens uh, uh, this year and and see what happens this week as the Saints go up there looking – Looking to knock off the Bengals, and the Bengals hoping for an upset brewing. Uh, She is Catherine Terrell of uh, ESPN Cincinnati, cover the Bengals. Catherine, thanks so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Oh, there we go. We got some Hanson for you before before we let you go. (laughs) I hope she caught it. I like it. I like it. Okay, there we go. (laughs) Thanks, Catherine. Appreciate the time. Thanks. (laughs) Had to work in some Hanson. Thanks, Jeff. Quick on the draw, though. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back. Chris Gordy Show rolls on after this. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.